Hello and welcome to the Graceful Growth Podcast, a show where I dive into this never-ending journey of growth that we're all on in this life. Here, I welcome transparency and vulnerability, along with some laughs and some love, in an effort to create a safe space to learn and grow from one another. Whether you're a new or returning listener, I am so grateful that you decided to spend some time with me. I am your host, Brianna Bonna. Now let's get to the growth. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. Um, this is overdue. Um, I feel like I'm always full of it, you know. Uh, this is definitely supposed to be an episode that I recorded and released last week. Um, but for whatever reason, like, it, the, the cars were just not aligning. Um, my dog kept barking. And, like, I could not get him not to bark. And then finally I got him to stop barking. But the reason that he was barking is because the lawn people came and so then as I'm recording you know I'm going through it and everything and then I realize oh my goodness you can hear all of that in the background like that how distracting is that and I know that I've said before that I don't go back and listen to the podcast but um that's something that's going to change because I think that I do need to go back so that I can hear what you guys are hearing like not for content purposes but just like to hear the quality at least um and so I'm so glad that I played that back because I was like, uh-uh, I cannot put that out. But anyway, welcome back to the Graceful Growth Podcast. This original episode was supposed to be last Friday, but if you're listening now, you're getting it this Friday, and yeah, that's all I'll say, because um, you'll figure it out when it's out. But anyway, um, so this episode, I wanted to chat about some things that were in my ins and outs a little bit. Um, I feel like quite a few of them had something in some kind of capacity relation to like finances and I am no financial expert so I am no financial expert just in case you didn't hear that that's my disclaimer. Uh, If you end up poorer than you currently are or richer than you currently are it is likely not because of anything that I've said on this podcast it is purely going to be out of coincidence anyway (laughs) um and forgive my voice a little bit this is something that will not be able to get fixed because I am overcoming a little bit of an illness um been a little under the weather probably bronchitis um but I actually sound much better than I did like two days ago so anyway here are my little tidbits of advice that I've gotten over the years, either from a parent or like a friend who's a little bit older, sometimes a friend that's a little bit younger, just like anybody that I have found to be beneficial, especially when I actually follow the advice. So I hope that this can help someone too. Uh, So anyway, this one is kind of twofold. Um, The first one is kind of twofold because uh, you have, you have to do both parts of it, and um, as you heard in my ins and outs, you'll see uh, that is me doing the other half of it as part of the problem, but having a budget and adhering to the budget. Sure, you can set your budget to say like, yeah, I'm not going to spend more than $100 going out to eat with my friends, but if you don't actually like enforce that with yourself, of, okay, I'm really like this month not going to spend more than $100 going out to eat with my friends, what good is the budget? It, it literally means nothing, you know, like adhere to the budget. So um, I think that sometimes what people have trouble with is like it is overwhelming actually to set up a budget. 
Um, you, you know, like, you know, the things that you have to pay for, you know, what you like probably spend money on, or sometimes you don't know. I think that that might be a shocker for some people is like, sometimes you actually don't know what you spend money on every single month. Um, so there's apps and everything for that. But if you don't want to get an app, cause I, I personally actually do not have an app that I recommend at this moment. Um, I used to religiously like for years use that app mint. Um, Mint is no more. Credit Karma bought them. I guess um, QuickBooks into it, whatever that company was, TurboTax. I'm like not sure what umbrella they're under. They used to own Mint and they know they don't anymore. And I tried to use the the same version of it like through Credit Karma and it's just not the same. I don't like it. So um, I've been doing a good old Excel, but that's I, I think I was e- it was easy for me to transfer to that because I already knew what my like spending categories were from Mint. Um, but the first thing that I'll do, because this is something that I advise my brother to do, is write down actually what you spend your money on. Sometimes just like seeing that, like just, you know, from let's say it's it's towards the end of January now. So if you want to wait till the end of January or just look at like December, look at all your transactions from December 1st to December 31st. Maybe December is not a good month to start with because you likely had other expenses that you wouldn't typically have, like getting people gifts and everything like that. So maybe January might be a good month to start off. So from January 1st to January 31st, what did you spend your money on and write it out and write exact amounts. And then try to see if you can maybe pick like, I don't know, five categories or even start with um, three categories like a, is this a want or a need um, or is this like you putting money towards like something in the future, like a savings or an investment or something like that. You, you probably don't have many of those, but at least your transactions of like, what is a need and a what? What did I spend money on that it was absolutely necessary, like my phone bill or uh, my rent for this month? Like what what is that and what is a what and then kind of like based on how much money you brought in that month kind of decide like okay well how much of that like what percentage of that was a need and what percentage of that was a what and then you can decide a, a little further of okay where do I want my needs to be and the, the people have a lot of guidance out there on like what it should be of like the I think um one that I followed for a long time was the 50, 30, 20, uh, 50% was for needs, 30% was for wants and 20% was for, um, savings. I have since broken it down into some other things and kind of fluctuated my wants and needs, uh, just a little bit, just based on like how I classify things. But, um, that's a good place to start. I think it's just break it down into needs and wants and like, I would probably have to say, like, essentially, you don't want your wants to cost more than your needs. Like, that's that's what they would say is, like, living above your means is, you know, like, because you have a lot of things that you want that's kind of causing you to spend more money. And if you have that much money that you're putting into a want category, you could probably be putting some of that money away for, like, a rainy day. And then, you know, make your decisions there on how you want to actually allocate money. But the first step is actually knowing where your money is going. Like, where is everything at? Um, and then you can set a budget and then adhere to the budget. And I think that, you know, adhering to your budget can kind of help you with other things. So like, let's say, for example, you are maybe one of your other, you know, ends is that you want to spend less money, you know, eating out. Well, actually having a budget, um, would help you with that because then, you know, if you've reached your budget on like going out to eat, 
okay, well, no, I can't go out to eat anymore. And, like, you don't have to tell your friends, like, oh, girl, I'm broke. I can go out to eat. Like, you don't have to say it like that, but just like, hey, that's not my budget for this month. And then your one of your needs maybe is actually groceries. Like, go to the store and, like, cook whatever it is that you wanted instead. Um, so that's that was number one. That was a mouthful for number one. I'm like, where am I at with time? Because I feel like I just rambled for so long. Uh, but I hope that that was helpful. It helped me a lot to actually see where my money was going. It was just like, girl, how, how did you spend that much money at Amazon? At Amazon? Like, girl. Uh, but anyway, um, so that's one. Plan, my number two is to plan out your repeat instances. And what I mean by that is um, if you have the liberty to do so with some of your bills, try not to put them all coming from one paycheck, you know, because um, some, sometimes it's actually not that we, and this is, this may not be a popular opinion. I know some people who probably would not disagree with this, but like, um, sometimes it's not that you're actually broke in that moment. You may just be broke for that half of the month, you know, because most of your bills are coming out from like the first to the 15th. So you have to wait for the 15th to come again before you like have it. And then you have like no bills. So you're like living like a baller. So like plan out your repeat instances. Um, I remember when I first started at my company, um, very odd pay schedule. Um, We got paid on the 8th and the 23rd, right? Very weird. Not the first and the 15th or the 15th and the last of the month or every other week. It was the 8th and the 23rd, which was really, really odd. I started at that company at the beginning of the month. Um, and at that time, actually it's still like this, but, um, I didn't get my first paycheck on the eighth because I had barely been there. I got my first paycheck on the 23rd. Well, if I would have waited until the paycheck of my eighth to pay rent, then I would have been late, obviously. So I used all the time, my paycheck from the 23rd to pay rent. So I was always early. And, um, even when I stopped, like that actually didn't last long. I think probably the first six months that I was there, it was like that. And then they had changed like their pay system. And I ended up getting paid like on the first and the 15th, like normal, or maybe it was every other week. Um, I ended up changing. I just decided I'm going to just keep it that way because it helped me. And I, I was able to pay, I was always able to pay early and like I never ran into the issue of like, oh crap, I get paid on the first and then I also have to pay rent on the on the first. Uh, whatever paycheck came right before um, it was time to pay rent is what I paid and it just, I, I have kept that throughout even paying the mortgage. Like the paycheck before pays for the mortgage and that has helped me because I, honestly that's probably, you know, if you're age probably 22 and up, that is likely your largest ticket expense. You know, it's it's a one-time thing every single month, but it is likely the largest thing that you have to pay for. And then it also helped because maybe if I wanted to, like, I would put aside, you know, um, for the first paycheck before the, um, the rent was due, I would put aside like half of it. So it was like I was paying half the rent, like not actually paying half the rent at the moment, but just putting aside half of it. And so then with the next paycheck, it wasn't like that bigger chunk was coming out. I was only taking out half. So it was like I was allowing myself to pay in two payments, essentially. So this is what I mean by like plan out repeat instances, because sometimes you do have these instances where you can't actually change the day that something is paid. Like 
for a lot of people, they want their money on the first, you know, like a lot of people want their money on the first or the 15th because like they know that that's when people get when people get paid. But like that starts to build up. And before you know it, it's like, dang, like before I even see my check, about three bills done came out like, whoa. Um, And again, some people might think that like, okay, it doesn't matter. Like that's a timing thing. And it is a timing thing. It's not so much a money thing. But like anything to like to, I guess, feel less of the effects, I think is helpful. Um, be it just, I don't know. It's helpful to me. Maybe it's not helpful to anybody else, but whatever. Credit. This one is huge. And unfortunately I did not learn this one until after I had already acquired two credit cards. Um, credit is, and maybe I'm speaking to somebody and they're like, girl, I know this already, but the way that people use credit is detrimental to the health of their finances. Credit is not money that you have. It's not money that you have. I don't know who needs to hear that, but that is not your money. That is money that somebody else is letting you think that you have in hopes that you will be able to pay it back. So with credit, use that for things that you would have already been paying for. I think that like when I heard that for the first time, I was like, that is literally genius. I don't know why I never started doing that to begin with something I do now but it was not something that I was doing before I was just like oh I want to get somebody a gift that I don't have the money for right now like I'll just pay that back over time and then before you know it like you have several things that you've now used that you're like I'll just pay it back over time and now your credit utilization is really high and this credit score that you really weren't paying any attention to is now in the tank um use your credit for things that you'd be paying for so this one I actually got from one of my fiance's friends um He told me that the only thing that he uses his credit for is to pay for groceries, to pay for gas for his car, and to pay his phone bill. Because those are things that he already has budgeted in in what he actually makes. Those are things that he would have been buying anyway, and he just pays it back a week before his credit card bill is due every single month, like whatever that balance was. That way it's like, okay, you're not spending money that you don't have because you already plan to pay for those things. It's one thing if you're using credit to pay for your groceries because you don't have money to pay for your groceries, that's a completely different issue. But if you were planning to spend $120 on your groceries for the week on Sunday, use your credit card and by the end of the week pay it off because you were already planning on doing that to begin with. That's what you use credit for. And I think at least to build up things. And then that way, you know your credit is not in the tank. And then for things that are in the future, like let's just say like, for example, um, when we bought our TV stand, we got a new TV stand for the new living room and everything like that. And I can't remember how much it was, maybe like, maybe $900. I'm just making that up. It might be $900. I'd have to look at Amazon to see. But I put aside... Like, I think two times, like, 450 and 450 because I was like, okay, that's that's what we can put aside for right now, 450 and 450 I used a credit card to pay it, and then I, those, that $900 that I had put aside already, I just paid off the credit card. Oop, I used the credit card now, and I've already paid it off, boost to the credit. Boom. Not, oh, crap, we don't have $900, but I really want the TV stand. Wrong way to use your credit card. Wrong way to use your credit card. If you know, if you listen right now, if you don't have a credit card right now and you're listening to this and you are getting it because you need some money, 
it is not time for you to have a credit card. <laughs> credit cards are for responsible use only. It is not money that you have. You don't have that money. And I think that is a common fallacy that people have of like, oh, well, I have this on my credit. No, 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 no. You don't have anything. Somebody is letting you borrow that on a card. Okay. That's it. Um, next one. Um, I either learned this from Pinterest or my dad. I can't remember. But when you do have debts, And you are like in a place where you're like, okay, I can like completely pay this off. You pay things off with the highest interest rate first and not necessarily the one with the largest balance. Now, it may be that something that you have the largest balance on has the highest interest rate, but the priority is to pay off what has the highest interest rate first. So and again, maybe if you're listening to this, you're like, girl, I know what interest is. But anyway, for people who don't know, um... Your interest is like a a ticking time bomb, basically. The longer that you have that debt, the more that you're going to be paying in interest. So if you have a debt that is, let's say, $1,000, but the interest rate on it is 4%, but then you have another debt that is $500, but the interest rate is 10%, you want to pay off the 10% interest rate first, even though the amount is smaller because at the end of the day, they are going to be charging you more for absolutely nothing because that's essentially what interest is. They are literally charging you for them for the amount of time that you have spent not giving them their money back. Like <laughs> that's it. That is all the interest is. You, you didn't get any of that. You were literally, that is your fee for not giving them people's money back. Um, highest interest rate first. Biggest lesson that I've ever learned. Pay off what has the highest interest rate first get it off of there. That's that's more money that you are going to, if you don't do that, like let's say, you know, you do it the opposite way where you pay it off largest balance, but it has the lowest interest rate. And then, you know, all that time, it's not like, that's the other thing. When you have all these debts, you likely have to make monthly payments on them. So it's not like while you're trying to pay off your largest balance that you're not paying off the smaller balance. You're still making payments towards that, but more of your money is going to the interest rate versus paying off the principal balance of what you originally borrowed. It's just silly, honestly. It's just silly. You're actually throwing away money. You might as well, and I know that this is a cliche saying, but it's the truth. You might as well take dollar bills out of your pocket and literally put a match to them for the amount of interest that you are paying back on whatever debts that you owe. Pay off the highest interest rate first. My next one, this is something that I've recently learned. Going shopping does not mean that you actually have to buy something. And this is for my definition of going shopping. I thoroughly enjoy going into stores. I know that that is like a taboo thing now, like with online shopping, why would you go into the store? I thoroughly enjoy going into the store and one, seeing what trends are there of like, okay, what can I put together? Because I might not get that actual piece right there, but just to see it on like a mannequin or something or how they have put it in there just to see it 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 inspires me so I go in there just to see just to get a little looksy look even if I'm not buying it secondly you're able to watch things go on sale um I think that this is something that like older ladies did or do still but like my great aunts and stuff and like my grandma like they would talk about like how they would go to the store or like they would go to the mall. Actually, my grandma used to do this specifically. I don't know if I think my aunt did it more to walk throughout the mall because she likes to walk in the mall. But my grandma did it so that she could watch what was going on and she would wait for things that she wanted to go on sale. Um, 
everything trends in and out of style. So, you know, you're seeing a shirt or whatever, like, I think you don't have to get it right in that moment. Like, you're probably going to wear it for more than just a season. Or, you know, if you're a regular common person, you're probably going to wear it for more than just a season. You're not going to throw it away after somebody on Instagram saw it, you in it once. Um, so, like, if you're getting something long term, just wait for it to go on sale. But the only way for you to know that it goes on sale is if you go in and actually see when it ever goes on sale. I just personally enjoy going to the mall just to see, you know, what's in there, what what's happening, what's on clearance, like looking at these things. Um, I think that in our world of like instant gratification and everything, um, it's like I see it and I want it and I have to have it now. You, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't actually have to have it now. You don't need to buy something every time you go to the store like and I actually, at this point, I now feel so accomplished when I go to the store and I leave with nothing. It's like, okay, willpower. You had control today not to buy anything because you didn't need anything. We were just in there to look. Normalize going into shop places just to look, okay? Like, I think we got away from that in COVID because it was like, okay, don't go outside. Like, don't go out. We can't be gathering and everything like that. But like, we, we were able to do that again. Like, normalize just going to go look, you know? Um, that one's like a fun one, but I think it saves money. If you think, if you don't buy something every single time you leave your home, like you're probably going to come back with more money than you were expecting to be in your bank account. Um, my next one, you are not saving money if you were never planning to buy it anyway. The first time I actually saw this, I got offended because I was just like, shut up, like let people have things. But then I thought about it. I was like, no, that she's actually right. Like, if you see a coat that's on sale, but you were never planning to buy a coat, you did not save any money, you know, like that just, you didn't save any money. You, you spent money. You just spent less than what you would have spent if you would have saw it on a different day. That's not saving money. Ideally, let's say you see a coat and it's, they're selling it for $500 and that's like maybe in December that you see it. They're selling it for $500. Then spring rolls around. You know, people aren't really buying jackets and like outerwear anymore. They're starting to buy their summertime clothes. And so they mark the um, jacket down or they mark the coat down to $350. But you, from the time that you saw it in December, were already saving up enough money so that you would be able to buy it eventually at that $500 mark. Okay, and let's say by March, you've actually saved your $500. You are now saving money because you were planning on buying the coat anyway, but instead of spending the $500 you originally saved, you're now going to spend $350 on it instead. Now you've saved money. Now you have saved money. Like, I, I know some people are not going to be like, girl, whatever. If I want that coat, I'm going to buy that coat. That's cool. That's cool. But I'm telling you, you're not saving money if it was on sale if you never were going to buy it in the first place. If your first inkling to buy it was when you saw it on sale, you're not saving money. Sorry. Sorry. And my last one, this is something that is like really, really, really for me and probably for a lot of you, especially if you're a millennial. Really just if you're if you're a girl, if you're a girl, get de-influenced. I recently, like probably a couple of days ago, unfollowed like 
all of the little like accounts that I was following that are like these Amazon influencers. I know you've seen them of like five things must haves on Amazon. Like that must have like get, I gotta get that out of my vocabulary. Get the influence. It is not a must have. Similar to the you're not saving money if you weren't planning on buying it anyway. If you were not thinking about it before you saw that post and you were functioning just fine without it, it is not a must have. You don't need it. Get it out of your Amazon cart. It is unnecessary. Okay. And the other thing is you likely may be able to find whatever it is not on Amazon and you might find it for sale if you just go to the store. Um, like those, I saw somebody, um, posted them today. She used them to like put her vitamins and stuff in to be like organized and stuff. Um, but they're like these little glass containers. Um, and of course Amazon sells them, but like now they sell them for like, they're like $35 for a pack of four containers. Like, what are you getting? Um, and she was like, I got these at a dollar general, um, for like $10, all four of them. That's what I'm talking about that, that I need that because almost $40 for some jars, some jars. No, get the influence. You don't need all the Amazon must haves. I actually found myself. This is when I knew that I had an issue. I'm being fully transparent here. I saw somebody with a, I don't even know what to call it. Like the word escapes me at this moment with this sick brain. I saw it was like this little a, hu- a huller, a hu- like when you have hulled strawberries, you know, I'm probably not saying that word right, but like basically you take out like the little core and like the leaf of the strawberry and it comes out all together. So it was one of those. And I was like, okay, I need that. And it came also with a strawberry slicer. Y'all, do you know the strawberry slicer broke with the first strawberry that I used it on? Like the plastic literally just broke. And like, what was I thinking? Because strawberries are like, that if you if you have ever cut a strawberry, they they take a little force to cut off. Not a whole lot of force, but like they're not like a they're not like a banana. Where like a banana, you need very little to break a banana into. Very little effort to break. You actually don't even need a knife. You can just use your hands. Very easy to break. Um, strawberries, on the other hand, they got a little bit more toughness to them. Okay, like you do need a knife to actually cut them, and like. Probably not a butter knife. Like you can use a butter knife, I'm sure, but it's going to take a little bit more effort. Like I use like an actual knife to get the leaf off. I don't know why I thought that little strawberry slicer was actually going to do something. Um, the way that they made it seem on TikTok was like, oh yeah, look at this wonderful thing. I don't know if it was a fake strawberry, a cake strawberry, you know how they do. Um, broke. I was like, what the heck? Why did I get this? And then what I also got with that that same thing is a banana slicer um it was like a little plastic thing shaped like a banana and it cuts them all and it not even in even slices either it just cuts the banana like into slices like all at once well what i was finding is like not only was it slicing the banana but the actual individual slices with the pressure that i had to apply to cut it with that little plastic thing it was like smushing the slices and like making them break into two so i wasn't getting slices i was getting like little half pieces of the slices and that annoyed me i i know that this is silly but i'm just telling you how silly this purchase was because it pissed me off that i ended up throwing all three of those items away and just doing what i normally do which is cutting the banana with a regular butter knife when i need slices 
and chopping off the top of the strawberry with a regular like little steak knife like I normally do. I the, wasted money. Wasted money. I did that for what? Because it was on an Amazon must-have? Ridiculous. And it's like, yes, that seems silly. I'm like, what? I probably spent maybe $10 on all three of those things total. But like those add up. And when I start to like look around my house of like, okay, what other Amazon purchases do I have in here that were absolutely unnecessary and I no longer use that? It, it starts to become an issue. Like how much money have I spent on things that I actually don't need or don't use and now they're just taking up space? Get de-influenced. So I hope that that was helpful for you guys. I... I think it was, I think it was good. I hope I helped somebody, even if you don't resonate with all seven of them. I think, actually, I think that was seven, seven, eight. I'm not really sure. But even if you don't resonate with all of them, I hope that at least a piece of it helped you to, you know, maybe get a little bit more adult about your finances and, you know, spend, spend money on things like, you know, experiences or, you know, whatever your heart desires. If you have a hobby or something and you're like, like, I really want this like new crochet needle or whatever, but it costs this much. Like, you know, things that actually like interest you, you know, um, touch grass as they say. Um, That's all. I just wanted to help somebody with that. So hopefully that helped. And thank you for listening. I really uh, love all of you that are here, um, really um, grateful for this little community, and um, we are here in 2024, and I will see y'all on the next episode.